You have to go through, the universe puts you through these things in your life so you can understand empathy. Because the truest, most important thing when you have somebody on your table is to be able to really empathize with them. True wealth is not just about money. It is spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. The Holistic Wealth Podcast will give you all the tools you need to experience wellness on your own terms. I'm your host, Lucero Wiley, and I've learned that we are not what happened to us. We are what we choose to become. Are you ready for your upgrade? If you'd like to experience what it's like to work with me, go to liveholistic.com and book a free discovery call. The first two people to do so will receive a free Holistic Wealth Laser Session with a $250 value. Link is on the podcast description. Angela is just this amazing human being, and I'm super excited to have her here. So without further ado, Angela, the floor is yours. Hi, I feel like I need to see you guys. Let me see if I can. I see people! Yay. Okay. Hi, I'm Angela. Um, I am a Reiki practitioner and a yoga instructor and a body sculptor and a crazy person. <laughs> But um, I am so honored to be here today and teach you guys whatever you want to know. Um, I'm going to tell you about what Reiki is and what my experiences have been with it. And Mainly so you can see if it's something that a therapeutic approach that resonates with you. Um, re, I like, I always forget this quote too, but re means spiritual wisdom and ki means life energy. And people will be like, is it reiki or reiki? It doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't. <laughs> but people ask that all the time. Um, it is universal life force energy. So that is God, it's higher power, um, it's the universe, whatever you want to call it, um, whatever religion you are, it's just that, that being, that energy that is, surrounds us and is in us, because we are made up of energy. Um, we have seven different energy centers in our body, and they're called chakras. And so there's our crown, which goes about a foot above our head and its color is violet. And then there's our third eye, our center of intuition. So it like kind of circles around. So the, they circle around like discs, like they spin. And they can be either overactive or underactive. And these things can make you have you know, depression, anxiety, health issues. So it's important that they be as balanced as they can be. And Reiki is one way to do that. Um, so crown chakra, third eye, throat chakra. Um, the third eye is a dark indigo color. And then the throat chakra is a light blue, like an ocean kind of blue. And then your other one is your heart chakra. So that's green. And then your solar plexus or manipura, which is like a bright yellow, like the sun. And then you have your sacral. So your sacral is above your genitals. I feel like this makes me sound professional. <laughs> like it's above my genitals and then, and like below your belly button. Um, and then you have your root chakra, which is like your genitals, your perineum. That's the yoga instructor and me saying perineum. Um, and then about a foot down below that area, your root chakra goes. So your sacral, so manipura or solar plexus is yellow. Your sacral is a bright orange color. And then your root chakra is red. At the end, I'm going to take you guys through a meditation, which will help balance those chakras. Um, Reiki was created, okay, so originally it was like a Tibetan thing. And then in Japan in 1922, um, <laughs> um, Mikhail Osui, and I'm butchering his name, I'm sure, um, but he, um, he was a monk. 
And like most monks do, they do crazy things like fast for days. Like, I don't do that. Um, and, you know, just all that spiritual stuff, meditate for like, you know, days on end, not eating. Like, just like imagine, like what you imagine monks to do, right? And he was under a waterfall and these symbols came to him. And he was in this like state of, Kind of like if you're tripping, but without the tripping part, you know? Um, and so these symbols started to come to him and he felt God, just like we have with like in Christianity and so many different religions. Like um, my husband studies like Arabic and, you know, um, the Muslim religion and all that. And so like Muhammad or whatever, you know, whatever your faith is. Um, but he had a religious experience really. Um, there is no dogma attached to either yoga or Reiki. Anybody of any faith can have it done or practice it. Um, but he saw these symbols and then he started to use them and he started to give them to like poor people and anybody who needed them. People were like getting healed of like brain tumors, like, well, <laughs> like crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like they were getting like all kinds of like healing and he was just giving it away like he was like giving it all the time so then he had a woman who learned from him and she was like you know what i can make some money doing this <laughs> well i think there's two things she's either was greedy or she decided that it needed to be like valid you know like they needed to make it if it was expensive then people would think it like you know, like we're able to cure these things. We should charge a whole bunch of money for it. And then it will seem valid. Like you're going to the hospital for a surgery. So she was like charging people, came, brought it to the U.S., was charging people like $10,000. Um, and then today it got to what it is today, which is very widely, um, there's lots of Reiki practitioners. Um, there's not as many practicing because it's just like, you can't make a lot of money just from doing Reiki, <laughs> you know, um, because I wish it was like that, but you kind of have to have some other hustles, you know, um, and uh, I mean, not hustles, but you know, like you have to have like some other gigs that you do so to make a living. Um, but a lot of people are certified because it's really actually very easy to get certified. Um, it's like a weekend of your time or like two weekends, like the, the first certification for level one is like three days. And then the second is like three days. And so my best friend, she said to me, gosh, you'd think you'd have to like study under like this special person or like, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, because you know what? It just is like learning the placements and a little bit of the history and what to do. But really like I can look at somebody and be like, they could be a healer. Like you, you, it's in, and a lot of times people ask me that question. They're like, how I have, I kind of feel like I'm kind of spiritual and I'm kind of intuitive and I'm a little bit psychic and all these things. And they're like, do you think I could be a healer? I'm like, if you think you could be a healer, you could probably be a healer. Um, because if you, that question, if you ask yourself that question, you could probably do it. Um, it's just a matter of, and, and a lot of people do, and they just do it on their family or friends or something like that which is fine. Um, Reiki practitioners who are really good want as many Reiki practitioners spreading light as possible because our world has a lot of darkness and we need more light. So if somebody's just doing it on a friend or a family member, that's fine or on themselves. Um, you can do Reiki on yourself. It is not as effective. <laughs> Or I'm just too lazy. I'm like, I, get, I think I'll just go have a drink. <laughs> like, you, you know, it's better to book with a Reiki practitioner or do a Reiki share with other practitioners and have them do it on you unless you're just very focused. And most practitioners are a little nuts. Um, I was in training with, uh, in my training, and my teacher said to me that a lot of Reiki practitioners, the same for yoga instructors, are a little crazy. And it's not because of what we do. It's because you, as she said, it's because you have to go through the universe puts you through these things in your life so you can understand empathy. Because the truest, most important thing when you have somebody on your table is to be able to really empathize with them. So what it is, it is the giving of like light. It's the giving of love, God's love to that person on the table by the placement of hands. So you can either touch the person 
or you can hover hands. For a long time, I was more of a hover. Um, I would just kind of hover over the person with my hand, but now I do a lot more touching um, as I've just evolved. Um, they, it, when the people experience different things. So I just try to think of the things people want to know, like what they're curious about. Um, I don't ever tell people ahead of time because I just am like kind of curious in a sciencey way to like see what they experience, you know, without me placing that in their head. And uh, people experience like a warmth. They'll be like, wow, you know, your hands were down here, but I felt like this incredible warmth, like right here at my heart or in a different space. Uh, warmth is a very common one. Uh, tingling is something people feel, but in a good way. Um, some people see lights. Um, I've had people say, it was like a fireworks show. Like they see all these lights. I always say at a minimum, people will feel, feel like you came out of a deep meditation. And at a maximum, it's like, you'll have a full blown spiritual experience you'll never forget. And you'll be like telling everybody about over cocktails like the rest of your life. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it just depends. And I never know what it's going to be and who it's going to be and what that experience is going to be for them. Uh, being in a practitioner is a little bit like being a doula or a midwife. You're in the room, like as a vessel, like you're like, you're facilitating something and helping somebody have this experience, but it's really not about you. Um, Reiki practitioners, they channel God's love and light through their hands, through their body. They've opened themselves up through a process called atonement, which just makes that means that we're more, we've agreed to be a, is it right word conduit? I don't know. But we've agreed to be like a rod, like a lightning rod for God's love, like to go through us to that person on the table. So, um, it, it, that brings about a lot of things. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun for your Reiki practitioner. Um, I, I want to make sure because you guys will be like clients probably more than, but some of you might be interested in becoming practitioners. So I'm just going to hit all the, the spots with that. Um, so everybody's different. So you, you don't have an expectation. Each practitioner is different. Some people are called to, and this is how we I like to talk about it, are called these crystals. Some people just like, they're like, they charge it by the moon and they're like, they know the different chakras for them. They're like, oh, this client's feeling this way. Let me give them this crystal. I'm not a crystal person, but my teacher was a hundred, is a hundred percent a crystal person. So that would be very integrated into your treatment with her. Other people can see auras and they can see light. I am able to communicate with the other side. So I get messages from like loved ones. Um, I get like a message that I imagine is from like either guide, a guide or an angel or God. Um, I never, ex like, it's not one of those things that would be really cheeky and cute of me to have a message with every session, but it, 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 it's not something I intentionally do. It just is something that happens. Um, I don't know why, but it does. Uh, so, you feel incredibly relaxed. Um, people say they feel very grounded or at peace, um, very held, like they, the, the touch was just very comforting to them. Reiki is used to help chemo patients. Um, it's used in hospitals. It's used in assisted living homes like senior communities. It's used in to treat substance abuse. Uh, I, my passes for seven years, I was a substance abuse counselor for the county. I worked with women. And uh, it's used for, to help with addiction. Um, they, it has been used a lot for PTSD with veterans. And a lot of it is that people just get tired of talking. Like these people, veterans are like, I have talked about all this. Like, I don't, it's not, help. you know, they're just like, they're over themselves, you know? So they just, to lay on that table and to just receive that attention from that person and receive that love of God and just the, that have that time of just quiet and peace in the presence of God's energy is of sometimes what they want. So like the, I've read articles where, you know, the, the people like at the veterans hospital are like, yeah, 
they want that again. Like they think it's silly, but they, but the people who are actually the patients keep wanting the book for it over and over and over again. And the article was called, um, Ricky shouldn't work. Why does it? And it's Ricky is really one of those things that is, um, it can't be explained. It's like, why you go to church and you feel at peace or whatever you're, you go to yoga and you feel great. Like there are, well, there's more explanations for that, but it, it's a God. Thing. I mean, it's really, it, you know, it sounds crazy because it's one of those things we don't truly understand. Um, but some people are just able to channel that and they, ex they accept that responsibility. Um, so yeah. And, and so, like I said, di di different practitioners operate in different ways. Not, you don't go to one and be like, I need to talk to my grandma, <laughs> like see a medium. I can give you a name, you know, um, because we, we, I can't be like, you know, I, what I do is I say, I actually have a process. So I'll say like a little prayer, um, right before I work on somebody. And I ask for the power of Reiki to flow through me in its purest form. And then I, before I say my prayer, I ask them if there's anybody they'd like me to call in to help guide my hands. That could be like a loved one that's passed um, and, or it could be a guide or an angel. Sometimes people are aware of their guides and angels. Sometimes they're not, but I always call the guides and angels and I'm like, okay, you're getting to work. Come on. <laughs> um, you're going to work for me today. Um, and I call my angel in. I'm, I have an angel. Her name's Siobhan. And she works her ass off, like, all the time in Percival. So I, I work at a spa in Percival as the practitioner. Um, my, my sessions are, like, people come in. We talk about what's going on in their life. And it's like a little counseling. And then, um, and then I measure their chakras. So this is a pendulum. Da, 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 da. So your, your um, <laughs> chakras can either be underactive or overactive or balanced. Uh, overactive ch uh, chakras like this. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> uh, an underactive chakra, which means it has too little energy. Overactive means it has too much and underactive means it has too little. It's like this. And it's not a good or bad thing. I get into wanting to think this too. Like, you know, if it's low, it's like, oh, God, so look, look, you know, like, wait, what's wrong? You know, no, it's not. It's just where you're at. It's just a thing. It's not a good or a bad thing. There's no placing of judgment on it. Um, if it's balanced, it's like this. And I place it about a foot above the person. You don't want to actually get their cellular energy. You're trying to get their spiritual energy. So you want to make sure it's high enough that you get that. Um, you, I start, tend to start at their throat chakra just because I like people to see what I'm doing. Because if you, a lot of practitioners start at their crown. And sorry, my kid. Um, they, a lot of practitioners start at the crown, but then you can't see, like, they're like, oh, this is, and for me, when I measure chakras and like every practitioner is probably different, but it's a discussion, you know, I say, okay, well, this is a little, what I'm seeing is a little bit low at your throat chakra. What that could mean is that maybe you're not speaking your truth. You know, you're, you're pushing down the things you want to say, um, that that kind of thing so we kind of assess and talk about what's going on and why it might be what it is um and then after that i say my prayer and i do my treatment um part of the prayer i'll go back to that is that i'll say like archangel michael protect us during this session big question people have am i going to bring demons in <laughs> no 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 you're not going to bring demons in um are, am i going to bring in bad energy no i luckily i never deal with that um the only time i ever dealt with that is i started talking about my sessions and my stories without using names of people and like it wasn't a bad energy it just got crazy energy in my house and i had to stop like on instagram like i was like okay this is because uh like it's too they're it's, I don't like bringing that home. Um, and that's the only time I've ever kind of had that kind of thing happen, but it wasn't necessarily negative. It was just more like, um, people from the other side. Yay. Let's talk about them. So they want opportunities. They're opportunists in the most loving way. Um, they, whether you call them in or not, if they have an opportunity, a lot of times, if your purpose in that session is to have them help you or for them to give you a message, they're going to do it. 
sometimes people come in and they don't. And it's because that person really just needed healing. They needed a classic Reiki healing. They didn't need it to be about grandma or dad or mom or, you know, they just needed like it to be about that person and their energy. Um, I had story times fun. So like, I'll tell you the stories. This will make you this more interesting. This is like the best. So <laughs> I have so many. Um, I won't keep you all night. You can totally give me the hook <laughs> anytime you want. Um, but uh, so I had, I had a daughter and uh, I had a woman. She came in and she was, this was before I actually worked at the spa. I worked, I was doing sessions with people at my home in my basement at where I am right now. And uh, she, her dad came through and I knew like her dad had passed and I knew she was close to her dad because I, 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 I wasn't very close to her, but I knew her enough to know that. And um, his love was so powerful that I almost stopped. Like, and there were times I did, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like, I, it just, I couldn't hand, it was so powerful because I was feeling his true pure love from the other side to her. And, you know, and when I'm in that role, I'm feeling like the parent, like I'm like this long redheaded girl, you know, like it's like holding this grown woman, like doing things like this because it's not me, it's dad, like giving me the messages. I'm feeling his love and they're wanting to touch through me. Um, I, I, I did push through. I took a minute, took a breath and pushed through and kept giving it to her, but it was, it was phenomenal. That's one. Um, I had another person who was trying to get pregnant. So one of the things that sometimes people will come because they want to get pregnant and their energy's out of whack. Like, you know, because all the things um, Lucario talked about, like, you know, they're not taking care of themselves. They're like overstressed. They're, you know, all these different things. And so their energy centers are just out of whack and, and um, it can affect you getting pregnant. So people see me sometimes. This one woman came in and she was a little younger than me and she was super really happily married. They just got back from like Colorado and some trip. Um, and she was like, I want to get pregnant. I don't remember if she told me she had a miscarriage before or after the treatment. I don't remember. But she was just very light and like, I'm, I just want to get pregnant. So I'm here to see you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can't promise you you're going to get pregnant, but we'll do what we can. So she, um, so I'm in a session with her. She's on my table and her grandma comes through and I was experiencing it at the same time she was. So her grandma came through to her. She's seeing her grandma, feeling her grandma and her grandma is telling her and I'm experiencing it too, but more dialed down than her, which is sometimes it's the opposite. And her grandma says to her, the baby's with me. So the, her baby she had miscarried was with her grandma and her grandma let her know that. And once she released that, she had booked with me and then canceled, booked with me and canceled. And I think she got pregnant. With the energy in that room, the gratitude I had to be part of that and just to be present in that moment. Um, and that's why I say it's like being a doula or a midwife. You're here for this like beautiful moment, but it's not about you. You know, you're just like allowed to be there. And um, so as a vessel, as a helper, um, to make that person have that experience that they're supposed to have. So, um, she, we were elated. We were like, Woo! you know, like we were so like pumped up after that, you know? And she goes, um, I go, I don't know why I want to tell you this, but I was like, but how, and it might be crazy. I was like, but have sex with your husband in three days. I was like, I don't know why I want to tell you. I'm telling you, she booked, she canceled, she booked, she canceled. I think she got pregnant. So I've never seen her again, but, uh, and that's how that goes sometimes. Um, does anyone have any questions? Like, do you guys have any questions? I do have a question. Um, okay. I have, I have had Ricky in the past, and it, it does feel, I mean, I, I haven't had any you know, extreme experience or anything, but I did see, like, light, felt, you know, heat, deep relaxation. Anyway, um, my question is, can you do Ricky from... The distance, because I, my, my friend who does Reiki, she, she can perform in, in the distance. And sometimes I wonder, like, how is that? I mean, I haven't, 
I haven't asked to, to have a session, you know, remotely because I, I just don't feel in it, don't believe it can be yeah. possible because I, I do feel like, no, she she's never touched me. I mean, you said that you can, you know, kind of impose hands like on top or you can touch, but uh, I just don't think it would be effective. I just don't know how I feel about it. What, what do you say? Yeah, um, so I do just in Reiki. Um, there are different symbols and they mean different things. So there is, um, when you're in level two, you learn the symbols and you learn like the main ones. So there's a lot of Reiki symbols, but the main ones people use are um, shonen, which is the distance um, Reiki symbol. So that means that that energy is allowed to go a distance. Um, I think our understanding of space and time is a little bit different than what it probably really is. Because when I'm in a session with somebody in front of me, it's very, um, it's kind of like everything slows down. So, um, but they, so it means, so it's, it means like I can give Reiki to somebody at a distance, but it also means that I can disconnect like, have you ever heard of ancestral trauma? So like, like, if, so like past life, you know, you had some kind of bad thing happen to you or your family member had some kind of bad thing. Um, using Han Shazi Shonen can help if, if the intention is to disconnect from that. But I've worked on people in California, a guy, and he was like, I never even told him what it was going to be like, like what he was going to experience. And he was like, I just felt tingling through my whole body and I feel really relaxed. Well, let me tell you, when people are on my table, they feel tingling. And I intentionally did not tell him like what to like think or experience, you know, like what it would be like. Um, I had another person, um, I had a bull, I, I work on teenagers sometime. So I, I had a client who's like my cousin in New York and I'm in like, Virgi I'm in Virginia. Um, my cousin in New York, he has a lot of issues. He's 16. Can you, um, I had worked on his mom as well. I'd worked on a lot of people in the family. And I said, sure, you know, I'll do a distance session with him. I called him, I talked to him for a minute and I did my thing, said my, you know, Han Shazi Shonen and like it visualized, I, I need, it's helpful to see a picture of his, his body, you know, like, I'm not his body, but you know, his, what he looks like. Okay. Um, and uh, so I can feel kind of like where he might have imbalances. We have this kind of intuition and whether you're doing it distance or they're on the, your table, we, the best is to listen, even though there's some hand, even though there's like some hand things that you can do um, that are like, not poses, but um, I forget what the word is, but that, you know, are kind of standard and you learn in classes. Really, you go where your hands, where, where God, where universal light is guiding you to go. You listen to that intuition and that voice and you go where it needs to be. Um, <clears throat> so anyhow, the teenage boy, I did the session with him and I said, how do you feel? And he said, I feel really relaxed. Um, he saw, I saw a baseball cap. I think it was my grandpa. And he goes, mom, he was like, did grandpa like this baseball team or that? And he's like, she's like, yeah. And so anyhow, then he goes, I, I and I go, are you like, I kept feeling this like racing, like this, like very like rapid talk, this rapid, you know, energy. And, uh, I said that to him and he said, yeah, well, I have, um, ADHD and autism. I was like, <laughs> like you know like, so I mean yeah I mean it really does work um I, when I was in training I remember thinking to myself like I was there I paid I was sitting there in class I was like oh, yeah th this sounds crazy like even for me like there's no way this works but when I started doing it I realized it really did so and I think my my best understanding of that is that our our understanding of time and space is just different than what it really is so energy can travel intention can travel so yeah any other virginia are you in? oh i am in percival virginia it's a little town it's kind of near leesburg or reston or herndon or dulles airport so yeah i'm in, I'm in tyson's oh you are you see me i used to work in tyson's when i was a counselor yeah i would love to work with any of you all um it's a lot of fun i've never had somebody leave and be like yeah, that was, like, everybody's always, like, in a really good space, so. 
And does anybody, like, are there any other questions? I have other things to talk about. I just wanted to make sure you guys got your questions out as well. It's okay if you don't. And it's, it's a weird thing. So, okay. So. Jade has a question. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so, um, with the pendulums, if you're just using it for, like, you know, contacting your guides or, you know, things like that, um, what does the energy mean if, it, if it's, you know, it, it's, it's still, but it's, it has a lot of energy going through it? I've had one, like, jump out of my hand before. <laughs> Yeah. How do you, yeah. Like it, it was intense and it's just kind of funny because it's this one that really just gets really excited. I don't know. It's kind of, it, it's straight, but it's a little jumpy. What is that? Yeah. So I use pendulums purely, just me. Like I use them purely to measure chakras to see if it's overactive, underactive or balanced. But like you, I've known people who like walked into a crystal store and all the pendulums just started like going. So um, I had a client come in and she said that and I was like, yeah, you're probably, you know, have something to you. <laughs> I mean, we all do, but some people are just more heightened. And um, yeah, I mean, it probably just means, well, first of all, you probably did what is best is when you walk in and you go to buy a pendulum. You go to the one you feel, and you listen to your third eye, your center of intuition, and you go to what you feel most connected to. Um, my one I use at work is a rainbow. It's of the colors of all the different chakras. And then my one here, my sister-in-law got me in um, Shepherdstown, West Virginia, and uh, it has a little angel on the top. And uh, yeah, the first person I used it on, I didn't realize it. I brought it to Herndon to a spa that I was working at because. Um, the body sculptor there knew some people that wanted Reiki and they were like, Oh, let's come up and go see Angie. They've seen me before. And, uh, she had a, she had a, a angel on her necklace and it was the first time I ever used it. So it was, uh, she was like, Oh wow. You know, like it was just, it, it's every, it, when it comes to the universe. So I would say, use it, play with it, measure your friend chakras, you know, um, uh, to ask it questions people do that people are like what this or that you know ask them a question like what should should i go out with john what do you think <laughs> you know like um grandma are you here like i mean do whatever you want it's the spirit world like if anybody is tells you too many rules they're not really that good if anybody tells you that you should stop your cancer treatments to and go to a healer because they're that good no, like the number one thing of like uh, Reiki is we never tell people to stop their medical care. It's just an addition. It's just something to do extra to help along your process of healing. Um, you continue your, you, listening to your doctor and all that. If somebody comes to you like Miss, like the lady that said we'll charge $10,000, <laughs> uh, Reiki should cost you about 80 to $100. I charge 80 plus tip. You know, like, that's about the range you're looking at. Um, and don't listen to ridiculous promises. Or don't, like, you know, nobody can really, mediums, there are mediums who can be like, yeah, I can talk to your grandma. And they mean it. And they're good. But, um, you know, me, it just happens. And it's not always, like, predicted. I never advertise that way. But, yeah, have fun with your pendulum. Thank Connect you. With it. Yeah, I was curious about energy thank you yeah you're so welcome um so what else do you know okay i think stories are the most fun so <laughs> just it gives you an idea if you want to go see somebody like me you know um so i had a woman i was doing body sculpting on and she because i do it in the same room and her stomach didn't work out she got like issues after it like i was doing trying to take away stomach fat um, ultrasonic cavitation didn't work. She was like, and I, she didn't come in and I was like, you have more in your package. Like you, we, you paid money for this. Like, and I texted her, I was like, you want to come in? She's like, um, uh, she told me she had problems with it from that. So then she comes in, I was like, okay, let's do your face. So she comes in, I do her face. She gets, and this stuff never really ever happens. Like normally everybody does fine with it. She starts to get like spider veins, some kind of issue with like spider veins from the face thing. Never happens, right? 
So I said, well, you showed like some interest in the Reiki when I told you about it. Do you want to do Reiki? Now I had known because I always know my body sculpting clients are on the table. They talk about their lives. It's, you know, like being a hairstylist agrees, like you know? Um, and they, uh, she, and so she said, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. So I knew like she had had a hard time because her husband had gotten laid off with everything with COVID. And she was not who you think comes in for as a client for Reiki. A lot of my clients aren't. She was like a manager of truck drivers in Westchester, Virginia. <laughs> so, so she was like, um, I mean, I was surprised she was even there for body sculpting. She just wasn't that kind of person. And, uh, but she was open and she said, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the Reiki. So I did it on her just impromptu, you know, um, it wasn't as expensive as the body sculpting, but I was like, let's just do it. And I go, how did it go? <laughs> Afterwards, to me, it was just a normal, I felt guided to certain areas. I felt the energy going through me. It was a normal session. She looks over at me and she turns and she goes, and tears start coming out of her eyes, like not hysterically, but just, um, and uh, she says to me, she says, my dad came through. He called me like Tammy Sue or something that like wasn't her name, like, but he only called her and he said, everything's going to be okay. And she was just at such peace. So these are like the things that happen. Um, that's the things that happen. Okay. Guided meditation. Let's do this. Okay. So I want everybody just to ground down, get comfortable in your space. This is going to be a little yoga infused as well. Just get comfortable, settle in, and I want you to close your eyes when you get to your space, and just start to take some deep breaths, inhaling in through your nose and out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just start to feel your shoulders soften, your jaw unclenched, your eyes just resting. There's nowhere you need to be but right here in this moment. Imagine yourself either in the beach, grounded into the sand, the warmth, or on the grass with roots just connecting you to the earth, being so held and so loved. With each breath, I want you to imagine your shoulders relaxing, your throat softening, your body, even your fascia, just being able to rest. Become aware of your root chakra is where your genitals, your bottom are, and just feel so grounded to the earth. Then I want you to, the area that is above your genitals and below your belly button, I want you to imagine a beautiful red light just swirling around and say to yourself, I am red light just swirling warmth. I am. And then just bring your awareness to your sacral, which is above your genitals and below your belly button. And just imagine orange light, like the sun. No, not like the sun, like a clementine. Orange light. And think to yourself, I feel, I feel. And just allow that orange light to swirl around. And then we're gonna move up above your belly button and below your breastbones to your solar plexus or manipura. And that color is 
yellow like the sun. Just imagine yellow light surrounding that area. And think to yourself, I do, I do. And we're gonna move our way up to our heart chakra. Its color is green. Just envision green light swirling around your heart. And think to yourself, I love. I am loved. I am love. And then we're gonna come on up to our throat chakra. Uh, this chakra is about speaking your truth. And imagine light blue color, oh, like the ocean, just washing over that area. And think to yourself, I speak. Let that be your mantra, I speak. And feel there how that makes you feel. And we're gonna allow the energy to course up to our third eye, our center of intuition, which is right in the middle of our forehead. Its color is indigo blue. And think to yourself, I see, I see, I trust my intuition, I see. And as we move up, we move up to the heavens. We move to the crown chakra. Its color is violet and it swirls at the top of our head and above. Just imagine that violet light just swirling around, opening larger and larger your intuition to the universe. And say to yourself, I understand. I understand. Now allow yourself to just relax your fingers and toes. Let your eyes rest heavy. Take some deep breaths in and out, slowly. With every exhale, releasing tension that you're holding. Start to have an awareness of your body and where you might be holding tension. Take an inhale and exhale. And that's it. I hope everybody's feeling good. Thank you. It's a good so way much. to end the evening. <laughs> you're welcome. If you guys have any more questions, um, you're welcome to message me on um, the group. Uh, in, in Messenger, I think the group, yeah, you're welcome to uh, ask me things like that, about that. Um, there's different, the different chakras, I didn't really get into a lot about that, but there is more to be said for that. So if you have any questions, let me know. I can send you chakra meditations to help ground you in those areas. So. Thank you Thanks. so much, Angela. Thank you for this beautiful gift. It was just Aww. amazing. We're just uh, very happy to have you here. And thank you for this beautiful gift of the meditation. Oh, you're welcome. Hey guys, how did you feel? Uh, I see Jim on your microphone. You want to say something? <laughs> no, no. I just, uh, I think I missed something, though, because I don't want to drag it on too long for all you folks trying to get out and do other things. But I think I missed the color thing, because in the beginning, you described from top to bottom, and you mentioned the colors. And is there a certain particular reason why certain colors are certain areas and tr trust me I'll, I'll step in i'll let you know i'm the most ignorant person when it comes to spiritual things and i'm in a learning i'm in a learning moment in this entire program so bear with yeah, i love that first of all thank you for being here and thank you for getting interested and there's just bliss with it so the more you learn the more bliss you're going to feel um so down here <laughs> your lowest chakra is your root chakra so if you think about it our root like where our bottom is all our genitals all that area and below, and that color is red. Why they're different, co the colors are what they are, to be honest with you, I don't know. But I just know what they are. Um, and the root chakra is, um, is uh, feelings of safety, 
Like, mm-hmm. do I have enough food? Do I have shelter? Um, am I safe? Um, and your sacral is orange. It's like, whoop, I don't know what I did there. Sorry. Um, it's like right um, here. And so your sacral is below your belly button. Um, it's orange. And what that is, is it's emotional healing and sexuality. So it's like when you first fall in love and you feel like a glow worm lit up right there and you're like, ah, it's so exciting. You have an overactive, but it, we don't want to balance that. We want to let you ride that ride, right? So, and then right here is your um, Manipura. It's your um, solar plexus. It's yellow sunlight. And so that is confidence or on the flip side of that shame. So things we had in our life. So your chakras can be off from different things that happened in your life from the time you're a child or from yesterday. So it's just, they can get out of whack for different reasons, like um, trauma, all kinds of things, or just you got in a fight with your best friend yesterday. You know, like they, things can throw them out of whack. Your heart is green and it's love. And it, like, I see people with that out of whack because people, you know, go through divorce, they go through heartache, you know, they go through loss things like that. Throat chakra, um, people have that, they're connected to anxiety. Um, it's underactive if you're like, you have things you want to say, but you, you bottle them up because you're scared of how you might make people feel, or you're just scared of the people. <laughs> um, and then your um, center of intuition is dark blue, it's indigo, and it is just how connected you are to listening to your own inner voice. So if you're listening to it and open to it and engaging with it. And then your crown chakra is violet and it is just your connection to divinity. It's your connection to God. It's just how, how open you are and how connected and how much your work you're doing with that. So, or like you could be doing no work at all, but you're just like a God, you just live that life and live that energy. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much, I'm glad I got a chance. Thank you for asking that question. Because sure. as I reflected for a second, I realized I didn't really tell them what those things mean, and I should have. So thanks. I was trying to keep you guys entertained enough. <laughs> like, it's 7.30, like, you know, like, I, I, and Enrique can be exciting, so I, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, thank you. And like I said, you guys can message me or ask me any questions you want. I'm happy to answer. I love it. I love Ricky. So, thank you so much. And yes, Angela is part of the group on Facebook. So if you want to pin her there um, or share your contact information, maybe Angela, you can type down how they can get a hold of you. Whoever wants to have a session or a conversation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, because you guys did this course, I'll do any distance sessions for free. In person, I'll have to charge, but uh, distance sessions, I'd be happy to do for free. So just um, hit me up. I'll, uh, I'll say something on the group thing. So you guys, like, I'll say hi. So you know I'm there and you can ask me things. Okay? Thank you so much. I really hey. appreciate it. You're and- welcome. Everybody have a wonderful night. Oh, I'll light some stage. Angela. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you about the release. Oh, well, I- another time. <laughs> Do it, do it. What are you doing? What are you going to do with the release? Okay, so at the end of a session, after you give people the treatment and you give them the light, the love, you and you get it to where the areas that needs the energy, which is what we're doing. We're trying to give more energy to the areas that need it. You um, do something where I I touch, I hold their ankles and I ask for any negative um, energy that they're holding um, that does not serve them. Anything they're holding that they're not does not serve them to go. So I ask you to go. And I sometimes, a lot of times see colors with that or I'll see pictures in my mind. Um, and they, that's when that energy is like released from them. After that, I burn sage because um, it clears the air of any negative energy. Palo Santo can also be used, but historically sage is used in the practice of Reiki. Palo Santo is blessed wood. Um, that has healing properties um, and say and it can Palo Santo is used if you um, have an attachment and negative energy in your house yeah I, I I'm good for a lot of wacky stuff and if you ever want to see a medium I know a good one it's, it's not me but it's a good one yeah. 
If I may say, I've been lucky enough to book with Angela a few times and she has honestly helped me so much through different parts of my life, different health issues, different like personal issues, divorce, things like that. And if you're someone like Jim and you're like, I've never done this before, I was that way also. And now it is a huge part of my life. Um, playing with different like candles and incense. And like, I call it all my hippie stuff. Like I love it. And it gives me a lot of peace. And when I'm stressed or I'm anxious or anything else, I mean, I love a good cocktail, but knowing different like breathing techniques and just ways to like calm yourself down. And I know Jade probably can speak so much more to this because she has gotten herself into that own industry with her own business with crystals and everything. Um, so you probably have a lot to say on the subject, but I just, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and it was very like blue collar. So they weren't exactly doing Reiki sessions, you know, at Sunday <laughs> dinner, but I love it. And it's something that's been so peaceful and healing for me. And it's overwhelmingly beautiful what you can, you know, um, experience with Reiki. So I definitely recommend you guys, if you're not in the area, please, please, please book a distance session at least to try it. And if you're anywhere nearby, um, her studio is really cute and it's like so peaceful. So, yay. Uh, thank you, Reese. I love you. Thank you. Yes, thank you all of you for being here. Thank you, Angela, so much for sharing all of your wisdom and all of your light with us. We definitely learn a lot of things. <laughs> oh, Erika is saying she really wishes down in Colombia. So that's going to be a very far. <laughs> and distance. Yeah. Yes, that's a distance one. Yeah. I will contact you. California won't be my furthest. <laughs> the yeah. other thing, I, Angela, you have a bunch of messages on the chat. So I think you should uh, write your phone number there too. Oh, okay. I don't know how to do that. Oh, is this on like the Facebook or is it like on Zoom? No, it's on the Zoom chat, but they're recorded. So I'll, I'll send them to you in a little bit. <laughs> okay. You just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm happy to like, absolutely um, give you my number and you can call me. I mean, all my clients call me like all the time about different stuff. So you're, you're happy to call, text or call me. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much. And thank you all of you guys for being here. Angela, you're more than invited to our Thursday. We usually do happy hour and just like integration. Just like to, if there were any questions about the material and whatnot, if you can make it, you're more than welcome. If I can, I will. That would be a blast. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, for the rest of you, I'll see you on Thursday. So bring any questions, doubts, messages for Angela. Maybe you'll FaceTime her <laughs> or she'll be here. <laughs> And thank you all. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you. This is a great way to end the night on a Monday. You, you too. You. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye, all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everyone.